Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where we still have our special guests, and this time we're doing it first. The first time yes. we have Rock right. and Natasha from I can it. You, you Hatching guys, Owlbears. Hatching Owl Bears, because owl, they're Owl Bears. Owl because they're cute. Owl bears. Because they're cute. And games are fun. That's games true. Are fun. Yes. Yes. Well, some games are fun. Some games you just want to throw out a window and scream and yell at. We don't. Like Shadows of also, also fun. I would call those no, 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 no. different kind of games. It's like it's like you light them on fire and you enjoy watching. That is a game. Mm-hmm. We are playing. Our rituals are very game like. Okay. Why have we incorporated rituals? Ooh, ooh, oh, it's gonna ooh, happen. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Start with that whole chicken. There's thing. another game we need rituals to play now. What, rituals? No, 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 no. Curses. No, uh, fiasco. We need to play fiasco. <gasps> we need to play fiasco. Uh, oh my goodness, yes. It, it is a kind of a role it's playing a, game, but I it's awesome. I've played a version of this fiasco. It, it's like a Coen Brothers movie. Oh, goodness. Would you like to play that game? I want to play a Coen Brothers movie. Yes, yes, yes. So, all right. <laughs> I was looking more to do that. Tarantino. But Could be Tarantino. Tarantino, Coen yeah. Brothers. They're very similar in yes. their style. This is why I get excited. It's great character. So, That's the style that I like. So, the, the, I, I've only played... As it should. I've watched it played... But the one and only time I played with Alan and Steve Diamond, or Alan Barr and Steve Diamond, and Larry, I survived. Ooh, really? I was the only person the that lived. That's I impressive. survived. Oh. I got away with all the money. I got away with the girl. Everyone else died. Wow. See, we played a it horror awesome. movie version of this yeah. uh, at this last LTE. Uh, also with Alan and Steve. And, Everyone died. Uh, lots of people. Lots of smart, fun people. Yeah. And uh, they let me play with them. I know, right? Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the only survivor was um, totally blanking on his name now. Well, don't I feel the fool? That's okay. Someone, but someone Bob survived. The, Bob, whatever, Person. the painter. Builder? Bob the Builder, yes. No. The painter. Painter? The painter with the fro. Oh, Bob the painter. Does happy trees. Does happy trees. Oh. Happy, happy little trees. Happy little trees. Oh, I know, I know who he is. Bob, Bob. Why am I not remembering? I can't remember his name. last name now. This is insane. For some reason, Kevorkian's the only thing coming to mind, but that is definitely not the right guy. Wow. No, uh, that's <laughs> Doctor. It's not Bob. Ross. Ross. Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Yeah. I don't know why that was so hard so for So Bob Ross oh, is the only survivor in our horror movie. That's awesome. And I think Steve Diamond was playing him at the time. That would that would make sense. Well, at least Bob Ross survived. Yes, because he has to. 
Because well, he, 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 like he makes happy trees. Like Maybe he painted a door and escaped. No, actually. Because that works for the Roadrunner. He runner. was the killer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder. Um, so it's not really paint that he's using. Okay. Oh, <laughs> all the trees are so happy. Because they're all yeah. being fed. Anyways. Yeah. So this episode, we are going to be talking about Paizo's latest announcement of they're making a new edition. Uh, which they Paizo has had Pathfinder for the last ten years. It was based off three, the 3.5 rules. Now they've decided after ten years they're going to come out with a new edition. So is this just going to follow fourth edition? Then is that the plan? What? I, I, well, no. I guess this would be second no. edition exact for them. Rule set of oh, I hope fourth not. edition D&D. Yeah, I hope not. No, um, no, because Paizo originally came out with Pathfinder, kind of. Well, in Pathfinder the wake they of they fourth. But oh, they really? bought the 3.5 okay. rule set, right? Because uh, Wizards abandoned it to move to the fourth <laughs> and edition, and then they fixed it and modified it. And, and Pathfinder's done shit. amazing. Yeah. Um, now the question is, why, why, why leave something that's successful, that's working? Okay, the thing. For you? So I'm a professional GM, game master, and the thing that I've noticed the most why people are saying this is a good move is because it's becoming bloated. Okay. Right? Just like 3.5 exactly had yeah. so much behind it, which is great. But at the same time, there's so much and it can kind of alienate new players mm -hmm. or alienate people who want um, the same system but something a bit simpler. And you can say, okay, we aren't using, you know, anything but core. But I don't know. It just became bloated. And so people are looking forward to a new system mm -hmm. that's a little bit more sleek. Um, and I can understand also a that. Also, product. I mean, Paizo would do it. You're right. I mean, yeah. you know, they've had, it's been 10 yeah. years. It's they, They've put out expansions, stuff like that. But, you know, as a gamer, the question comes to mind. I mean, okay. So in that 10 years mm -hmm. that they've used the 3.5 rule set, you know, because we've had two different editions of D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. There are so many different role-playing games out there. You know, uh, and they are going about it the right way by doing a play test to try to, you know, define the rules and stuff like that. My my question is, are gamers kind of getting tired of companies saying, oh, we need a new one? It's kind of like the Xbox 360 was out, we got the Xbox One. Oh. Now they're already talking about a new game system in development. It's like... Well, but, I, it's hard to... They're not really analogous because... Well, yeah. in a way, they kind of are because... Technology advances far more quickly. True, true, but at the same time, Creative you know, we're all kind of a little frustrated with, okay, now i got to buy more books. Well, uh, okay, but that's, like that. that's, that is yeah. the flaw of any product. I know, right? I know it is. You have to keep your, your product moving and keep producing, or you lose it, right? Well, yeah. I don't know. It's <clears throat> any creative-based product, or... I, art base really it's you you get what you like you enjoy it and mm -hmm. then you get more well so and when the more that you're getting is just going to be a different version of what you've already got um but paizo did a really like, intelligent thing with starfinder well see that's what that's where mm -hmm. i'm really confused because it came out with starfinder it's like oh great now we got a science fiction yeah, blend yeah. with the with rule set and we we've got this new thing and now they're saying oh we're coming up with new rules it's like so they're going to I, this is based on a three five rule set now it sounds like okay we're getting this brand new thing and okay. then it's going to be starfinder changed. see starfinder is actually like 
it takes some of the rules from Pathfinder, but mm. also does some of its own rules. It does. And so you're gonna you're gonna see the connection from edition one Whoa. of Pathfinder into Starfinder, and then from Starfinder into so edition it's, two. It's of actually Pathfinder. more of a bridge than a three point five. Almost, almost. But uh, the thing is, well, the maybe. thing with Starfinder, maybe. right? Is fantasy Starfinder is science, science fiction, fiction, which is awesome. And so, well, so you space. bridge that gap yeah. See, by episode. presenting a yeah. different, different theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Rule set wise, though, what's changing? Then what do we know? So, we don't know much. We know a little bit. We know bit. some. Is it so still D twenty know... based? Yes. Yes. Still D twenty based. The action economy is going to be different. Yeah. You are going to have three actions and a reaction. Um, you're going to build characters a little bit differently. So you're going to start with Always instead fun. of race. Yeah. Their spell functions are going to be yeah. working differently. Uh, <gasps> spell dwarfs. Well, not only that, because in most games you have up to level 9. They're going beyond that. Oh, level uh, 9? Really? That's what's happening? Yeah. So, never... so you're going to have level 10. stops at level 9? Oh, you mean spell Spellwise. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, spells. okay, yeah. What about spell the level 20? No, like spellwise. Okay. So now you're going to have 10th level spells and, and beyond. Which, Interesting. Which are going to be Ooh, more that's powerful. That's almost like a bad idea. Though, right? I, don't I don't know. It could be It, it could be, it could be interesting. Could be good, it's like depending get... on how you do it. Well, I mean, technically, D&D has that because you have zero level spells. Well, but, okay. Well, okay. well D- zero level spells and cantrips, let's, they're pretty much the same thing except for the fact that cantrips are repeated. I know. Right. I know. So technically, you could have the eleven level spells. Yeah, and that, that the way, thing which is, is annoying, but. the thing is, is what Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition has done is they have streamlined all their editions into one. Everything. Yeah, right? really. And they've made yeah. everything smaller, more compact, and very easily accept- accessible. Mm-hmm. So you have your spells. I think they only go to fifth level. No, you can go up to nine. You have to go in Fifth Edition. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, yeah, it's just all very streamlined. All I know is my, uh, my Soul Fighter Knight called? There's quite a few. My Knight. The my, Purple Knight? The, or... the, the Spell Knight. <laughs> no, it's a fighter class. It's well, it, it, yeah, it's anyway, the new subclasses. Because all sub... All classes have a subclass that yes. accesses yeah, magic. Yes. Action or yeah. options. Archetypes. Yeah, archetypes. archetypes yes, that's what they are. So the, I do the fighter. I play right now, fifth edition with some friends. Mm-hmm. And I have the fighter, uh, whatever, wizard class. archetype. What is yeah. that called? Fighter class. That's okay. I mean, Eldritch Knight. Yes. The Eldritch Knight. And uh, I'm like ninth level right now. It's going to be like four more levels before I can cast a fireball. Yeah. Yes. So the whole talk of all these spells. Simplified. Yeah. Well, see, the problem is you're not a class that generally uses spells, so it, it, does, it does take a little while to gain those. <laughs> you don't tell me what I am or am not. That's okay. Anyways. That, that's, uh, that's uh, I know, and I get that, but I appreciate that. Well, and this is, the, this is the thing that's interesting, because Wizards has gone kind of to the format that Paizo has used, where we have a core rule, we're going to put out additional books that will supplement and add to the world and the rule set, yeah. but you don't have to use all those. It's, you know, it's you know, it's it's, it's like that, you know yeah, it's like going to McDonald's. You got your hat, you got your hamburger. If you want fries with that, or apple, or, mm-hmm. or soda, or whatever, that's kind of what they're going at, and that's what Paizo has done for the last ten years. But now they're going to a new edition. Are they going to repeat that? Are they going to go to a different model? We don't know. And it's kind of interesting 
that they've made this announcement. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's lots of playtesting going on this mm -hmm. summer. If you're going to Gen Con, they're going to be playtesting there. You can jump on as a playtester, but not officially until August, which just yeah. sucks unless you go to one of these conventions. Um, well, Gen Con or know some people. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Gen Con's an awesome convention to well, go to. Sales model wise, like it just makes sense. That, you know, sales wise, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not again, in your business, but no, it's you, always you good to have a new core product. Books and then all the many supplements that you can pay for. Well, I just the hope they is... don't do what Wizards has done in the past, where the new edition comes out and then everything else vanishes. But yes. they have kind oh. of brought that stuff. So you're back. concerned about them killing. Killing what they've already created. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. that's gonna be hard. again, you see that in video games a lot too, where a new system oh, yeah. goes out that kill everything. Well, and that's what that's what a lot of fans are worried about, right? Is yeah. that all the I guess, and what you pointed out, all the merchandise and the books that you've already bought, right? Do those spent. become yeah. completely invalid? And so a lot of people are calling for uh, compatibility. Yeah, which is understandable. But at the same time, and I, I hear this argument in uh, all sorts of tabletop games, miniature war games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, come out with a new edition, you got to buy a new book and new cards for each of the minis. And, um, well, it doesn't invalidate the games that you were playing. Correct. You can still yeah. play that. But more. But the thing is, it's the support, it's everyone it's wants the to play the content. new things. Yes. Yeah, everyone yeah. wants to play the new game, and it gets harder and harder to find. Like, I love second edition D&D. It's, it's really hard to find people that want to play second edition D&D yeah. &D yeah. because it's like three you know, editions ago. Yes, I like fifth, but oh, second edition was awesome. Well, also, there's, there's the I, fact I started of, at fourth, so fifth. Oh, yeah. Fifth, fifth is damn, amazing. No. Well, and there's also the fact that, let's be honest, a lot more people are getting into D&D &D now because of culture. Then the way it's sunk into our culture and well, how not that. It's, 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 it's made now. accepted because yeah. Ben Diesel does it, Joe, whatever exactly. his name does your, it. Your you see it in Stranger it now. Things now, it's more visible. Yeah, you're not, you're not high, right. it, it's not hidden behind the closets anymore. I mean, exactly. It, it's, it was on hey, uh, Big Bang Theory. Well, but so, that, that's, uh, I feel like that's what. 5e is for That's is to reach everyone and to Weezer, reach Weezer people it, yeah. who yeah. haven't Weezer been playing be okay. before in it's the garage. Right. Yeah. From what I hear, they have a hash pipe too. Is that alright yeah. as well? <laughs> no. 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 Stop, stop bringing no. it back to drugs. Yep. yep. Uh, used to be a sweater. And 10 sided uh, die. Yeah. And he stays in the garage well, a lot. Oh, it's 12 sided die. That's right. 12 sided die. And dungeon master guy. Yeah. I love that song. I forgot about it. Yeah. And you just derail this completely. And at the same time, there's kind of a pushback to the older brands, right? There I mean, if you look at if you look at Critical Role and all of their um, advertising, marketing stuff that they put out for their current season, it's a lot of throwback media. No, it is, and because uh, a lot of people love that, mm -hmm. um, you know, the nostalgia. There's the nostalgia. There's the simplicity. Sometimes people mm -hmm. love that. Uh, was the fact that the people that wanted to buy it then when they were kids have money and jobs And now. they can do that now. Yeah. Well, and even the people who played it back then and then lost, lost it touch, or, right? Or and they then, had a wife that wanted to get rid of it or it lost it in a fire or, or something husband. like that yeah. or a husband or... I mean, there's so many different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or your roommate stole it. Can't get it again. You think your kids are going to look down on you. Yeah, and then later yeah. on you get it. Like, well, yeah, and there was this whole... There was that whole kind of... 
bashing on sitting in your basement and playing with your friends. And, well, I, I it still goes on. It still goes on. It still goes on. It still goes on. Actually, no, I, well, She's my master about. bedroom is in my basement. Yeah. So yeah. I spend most of my time in there. So. Master basement. Master basement. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds, master room basement. Sounds, yeah. Dungeon. Put some bars on the window, you're set. Yeah, dungeon. Well, the hell is not a dungeon. Could be. Or we is, could make it that way. That I've learned from moving okay. to Utah, from California, is that basements are not necessarily dark and dingy. They can be just as nice as any other corner. Well, yes. But the house I grew up in had a dark, dingy, no window. I said room. can. I mean, you literally opened this door, walked down the stairs. It was musty. It stank. If it doesn't I smell like carrion and rot. And it, you know, yeah. It, uh, granted, when the house was built, that was built. It was a bomb shelter. That's what it was for. Okay. It was the coolest room See, in the that's, house. That's though. not a basement. That's a bomb shelter. I, I really wish I would have bought that house, and that would have been my gaming room. Oh my goodness, uh-huh. that would have been so cool. Soundproof it. Oh, and, you don't need to soundproof oh it. It's just cement well, walls. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bomb shelter. Yeah. If anything is troubleshooting. Yeah. Including sound. That would have been awesome. And, night. and then, and then hook up little speakers in the corner, zombies. turn the lights down. Oh, yeah. Some oh, candles and yeah. sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could have had some dead carry on. Oh, well, that, that house is gone. Anyways. Anyways. But it was haunted. Really? Yeah, back to the whole Paizo releasing you. Oh. But, okay. Okay, some places. okay a, back to another, our original topic. Yes, that's another that People that play different editions for, for different reasons. reasons. They do. Everyone right? plays, you know, some play for nostalgia, some play because they love it, um, some play because that's all that's available. Well, but even, like, let's go back to D&D, right? I will play both 5th edition and 3.5, but I choose them for different groups and different reasons. And what on. they're good at. And no one plays fourth. Well, <gasps> well, no. This is true. Fourth, fourth is a board game. Fourth, fourth is a very complex board game. Board game. Well, it's yeah. essentially what it, fourth is RPGs for video gamers. Well, that's, that's what it was. Fourth that's what it was built, designed. Yeah. Well, and that's okay. From game. a marketing standpoint, fourth was successful because it did pull the gaming crowd in because that's what they were going for. Video games. But it. Alienated no, all of the RPGers, tabletop, tabletop RPGers, RPGers that wanted to play, which I didn't get at the time. But, but now yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. So, like fifth edition, so right? Is, fifth edition is the edition I'm going to go to if I want to get new players into it, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's well, it's available, elegant and available. simple and yeah. accessible, and right. Three point five is the edition that I'm going to go to if I want something that's very crunchy. If, if I want yeah. something that's fun. Well, I just want to kill stuff. And yeah, well, run through a dungeon and just smash I stuff. I need to throw more dice. Yeah. No, if you want to throw more dice, do a, a dice bowl game. That's. Yeah. I'm I'm creating an RPG right now. Let's have yeah. a dice bowl. I like you know what I really really like. I have everything for it's gone now. Mm-hmm. Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have. Oh, I love that. But like uh like the Firefly RPG, you can get a giant handful of dice. And it's now granted, so only two of them count, but it's you just like. Satisfying, yeah. It's so now, satisfying. Now the only problem is, you have a higher, uh, you know, possibility of rolling once, and those aren't yes. really good. Yeah. 
That's but they won't kill you. It just creates more complications. Yep. But you still roll dice. Yes. yes. It's always fun to get a giant handful and just and hear that rattle across the table. The yeah. worst thing I ever did was use a dice app on my phone. Oh. Oh my god. Horrible. It's gone. Ever do that. It was just. Did just Did you get ridiculed? No. Oh. I just felt. Just ask to less. borrow dice. Yeah. If you're at a con, I'm sorry. There's someone league. selling dice. Well, yeah. no, I had dice. Don't get me wrong. Oh. But I was like, oh, I'll use the app to make it quicker for everybody else. No. Screw no. those guys. Yeah. I don't want to feel the dice. You gotta have the dice and roll. There's and something clutter, satisfying clutter. about the tactile experience. It, it's like reading a book. You shouldn't do it. No. You have to turn the page. That's well, my you, opinion. You can do it on e It's just not as satisfying. It's boring. Yeah. That's okay. How can you not have like so many different? So I give you every words. So with Paizo and this new announcement, from a business standpoint, yes, makes sense. It makes sense. From a player standpoint, kind of scratch your head because well, you might be upset about it. You don't know what they're they've got exactly planned Mm -hmm. yet. Whether they're going to kill the old line or not. Part of the problem is that it's all so unknown. It's a mystery. And let's just, let's be hopeful about it, right? Let's say it's going to bring something new and different to the table, and you might say, okay, let's play second edition for this reason, or let's play first edition for this reason. And if it's a modified version of what they already have, that's great. Yeah. If it's something completely off the wall, like three, five to fourth, that's a problem. Well, okay. Just abandon the D20 system and go to something else. Well, they still used the D20 system, but the rule set was just so dramatically yeah, different it was, that it wasn't even the like the same game. was different. So either we can hope Way for... cool tables back, to go for. Yeah. Either we can hope for backward compatibility, mm-hmm. or we can hope for a system that feels similar, but is different enough that you will go, for, go to it for a different kind of game. Yes. A different kind of I feeling. have to say, from my experience in only gaming, but like... 2008 Gen Con, I went because I wanted tickets, uh, because I came up with some really quirky way of playing in the D&D Miniatures game. Yeah. That was the first game I ever played. And we got there, and I was like, this is pointless, because the game had run itself into the ground. Yeah. And so I decided to play this new fourth edition of Dungeons and & Dragons, and it was freaking awesome. But from what I've seen, at least with Wizards, that's what they do. They, like, let a project run itself into the ground. And, and then, then they create it. something. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I mean, because I don't play Pathfinder. Pathfinder has done a fantastic job. Uh, like I said, could, they have ran this They've ran this for 10 years and kept it alive yeah, and new. Yeah, but that 4th edition went for almost 10 years. No. No. It no. Went 2008 to, what, 16? No, no. But but did it actually yeah. go? Did, no. Did it actually no. go? It, yes. It, yes. No, because fifth, ed- you played it. Fifth, fifth edition was released. Fifth edition was like four years ago, so 2014. I w- yeah, I was ba- I was. You might have beta tested yeah, it beta at tested that it, point, but, but it's only been out for like Maybe two I was years. Play, playing testing yeah. it. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. it's been out long. Your lines they are blurred. I don't. I don't know. Not relevant. My know. question here is: <laughs> uh, is, is Pathfinder? Mm-hmm. Run itself into the ground. I don't think so. No. I think it's getting so it's, bloated. So it's going really strong. Yes, it's going strong. People are still buying products. And I think that's why people are questioning their move. Well, but I, I also think that it's not a bad move. That's kind of a questionable move, though. I mean, if if it's a product line that's still 
profitable. But like you said, right? Wizards Why has murder. this thing where they do run it into the ground. Yeah, but that's a right? wizard's Before thing. Jumping. Like, but that's the they thing. They run a lot of their games into the ground. Right. That's yeah, the, the thing. The, the, so play, the fifth edition player's handbook that. was released in August of 2014. It was right. It was four years ago. So it was separately ran for six years. I guess yeah. that's true because it was around the time. And then it was beta testing before that. Before. So yeah. Well, that that kind of just proves the the point behind Pathfinder. It's still valid. Yeah, it is. It's still valid. It's ran for 10 years. They just released Starfinder, which is adding more life, yeah. be- but yeah. looking at the science fiction end. Which I think is brilliant. Which is. So why are they jumping ship to come up with a new one? I don't think they're that's jumping the, that's the ship. Question. I think they're saying, okay, we have something great here. Let's leave it at yeah. great and not run into the ground, and let's move on to something and make something else right. that's for and, and it or, could be, and it could be that that's what they're doing. Conversely, though, because they have such a great product now that they've come up with, so they're like everyone that loves this other thing we have is going to love this just a little bit more. Yeah. They better be confident. I mean, yeah. you have to be confident. But the thing is, like what I'm afraid of. Okay, so they came up with the card Maybe game. Just the card game just kind of fizzled. The card game was very good, but it wasn't built to last. Yeah, and it just fizzled out. Mm-hmm. I worry that... Well, it fizzled out because once you play it, you're done. Yeah, and, and I, I worry that this might be something like that. It's going to not be as great. Uh, because, you know, with Pathfinder, they already had a good core mechanic that they acquired yeah. and then made it better. They're coming up with something brand new, like they did with the card game, and it kind of fizzled. So I do worry. So here's the thing. But they, but again, see. they have a good track record. They could just come up with something amazing that blows out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think some of this stuff that that I said runs itself into the ground it does. or burns itself out uh, has a lot to do with a company comparing the product they have to another product. They yeah, have to sell to the same audience. For instance, mm-hmm. Wizards has had a really hard time sticking with something because it doesn't bring in. Correct. Well, you're you're branding it the same way, right? You're saying here is your fantasy RPG, and this is what we're this is what we're marketing to, right? And they don't change their marketing strategy, even though like I as a gamer can say, okay, three point five is good for this, four point oh is good for this, five five e is good for this, well, right? And, and maybe they that don't, needs they to, didn't change how they market. Maybe that needs yeah. to be the approach then, rather than making this a new thing, make it uh, another option. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's, I, and that's maybe. what I'm saying. And, yeah. and that is like the problem that. that we have with D&D is it's like it's getting compared to magic. Magic is easy to sell because you're constantly, you're kicking out a new card set. Yeah, It's not yeah. hard to do. D&D, you know, they're, they're kind well, of gone into that model game. in a way, but they're, they're putting out a new book. Like, don't get me wrong. They are. They I are really, completely different. I really like uh, Wizards of the Coast as a company. Yeah. Oh, so much stuff that they've come up with. is amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, but like the... Um, uh, the uh, little skirmish game that they came up with with the previous adventure. Yeah, I have all of them. I have all five sets too. Yeah. And, they and then they, they, they killed because it. Because it didn't generate the cash that they wanted it to. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they're not giving it enough time. I think part of it is enough, not enough time. Or expectations are too high. Not a, there wasn't a lot of marketing behind it, in my opinion. There was none that I know of. Um, well, so when like, I know more people that bought that just for the minis. Yeah, it was uh, something Dungeon. Uh, uh, dungeon Commander. Yeah, Dungeon Commander. Well, when you... Uh, and it was fun. It was yeah. really, it was a good little game. But I don't think there was marketing. There wasn't a lot of talk or hype about it. Yeah. And it just, I think it just slipped into oblivion. Same okay. with uh It almost feels like Attack they're not Wing. trying to Attack sell Wing. their new products to their existing fan base. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they should be trying to sell all this awesome fantasy stuff to the 
If you're looking at it from a publisher standpoint and from the publishing industry, you can even see books doing the same thing, right? Where the publisher backs big names and big ideas and then kind of forgets to market or doesn't market as well their other well, I mean, I, again, Wizards has, you know, they had Dragonlance. They killed that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Now they've killed the Forgotten Realms stuff. They're not doing books anymore. Um, and again, it may be due to dollars. You know, mm -hmm. again, corporate companies, corporations do that all the time. Maybe Paizo is doing this to hope to generate more dollars. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just hope they don't ruin a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Because Pathfinder is, it's good. It's great. Um, I have well, just as many Pathfinder books as I do D&D. Uh, &D. Well, almost the same amount of D&D books. I would hope, but it's kind of inevitable. I know yeah. it is. It is It is inevitable to always have, have something new and better. I mean, just look at a, the freaking iPhones or your, your smartphones. There's always something yeah. new coming out. Um, I, again, I just hope that what we get is better than we got before, but it's not something... That's like jumping from three, five, fourth. Yes, we're hoping for backwards compatibility, or at least a new reason to play yes. the new edition. Yeah. All right. So give us your opinions, your thoughts on the new Paizo uh, announcement and the playtesting that's going to be happening no, and a new edition. Um, and we will go from there. So with that said, hopefully Scott will find his way out of the primordial ooze, and we'll <laughs> catch you next time. Primordial. And apparently. Primordial, primordial, postmordial, antimordial, All I'm going to say is it was really? just ooze. It was ooze. So, with that said, we're out of here. And there's a secret um, to it. You're listening to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Please subscribe and follow them on Facebook or Twitter, precious. No, we're even promoting these filthy idiots. Who doesn't like them? Who doesn't like anyone? Our friends, brothers, our friends. No, shut up. Please subscribe. Baycon 2018 returns this Memorial Day weekend to the San Mateo Marriott San Francisco Airport for its 36th year as the longest fan-run science fiction and fantasy convention in the San Francisco Bay Area. This year's theme is patchwork fandom, stitching the generations together, and will focus on costuming and programming items aimed at connecting younger and older generations of SFF fandom through shared interests. Baycon's writer guest of honor is Tamara Pierce, recipient of 2013's Margaret A. Edwards Award for The Song of the Lioness and Protector of the Small Quartets. Her newest novel, Tempest and Slaughter, has just been released in hardcover and ebook. Baycon 2018 will also welcome artist guest of honor Margaret Organ Keene, fan guest of honor Christopher J. Garcia, and Toastmaster M. Todd Galloglass. Come join us for a weekend of fun and fandom. Get your membership at www.baycon.org.